When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings and welcome back to the Talking Reggae Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jay of Street Level Uprising. My very special guest on this episode is Cody Edwards. He's the founder of Dad Day Productions and Florida Grows Festival right here in Florida. Cody, how are you, man? Hell yeah, man. Jay, thanks for having me on, bro. It's a, it's a blessed day here in Florida. Weather's starting to cool down a little bit, so everything is good, man. Very excited to be here. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're getting those, uh, you know, 57 degrees overnight and 83 degrees by two o'clock in the afternoon. I kind of dig that. It's, uh, you know, yeah. it, it's nice to get a little bit of that cooler weather coming in. It is, man. It is. I like the snow myself, honestly, man, when I when I can. But uh, in, the, in, in the interim, I'm up in Jack. So in the interim, we get like nights of like 45, 50. And that does it for me, man. I'm very happy with it. Yeah, I, I lived in, Can- in the Kansas City area for about 15 years and I've I've had my fill of snow. I'm, uh, I'm I'm happy to be back in Florida where the sun shines every day. So, so yeah, um, love it. So yeah, man. Um, I, obviously, I want to talk to you all about Dab Day Productions and uh, definitely Florida Grows Festival because you're here to announce the lineup for the third annual Florida Grows Festival, which I'm super excited about. Uh, but I start in the same place with every guest I have on here for the first time, which is uh, tell me your earliest memories of hearing reggae music and 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 how it hit you. Whoa, man, that's a great question, dude. Um earliest memories of listening to reggae music i uh it's probably pretty cliche man but uh bob marley you know is definitely my my first memories of of hearing reggae and knowing it was something special i was probably in sixth or seventh grade um it coincides with my first you know times of using cannabis as well um funny enough i didn't listen to it while i was ever using cannabis when i was that young but um but at the same time i found a love for for bob marley and um yeah, man. I mean, one memory revolving reggae that really stands out is I was in sixth grade and my aunt up in Pennsylvania actually mailed me down a big like clip out article from the paper up there that was celebrating Bob Marley's um, birthday, February 6th, I believe. Um, and just his his life and, and death and everything like that. And it just stuck with me that my aunt, who has no relation to reggae music or anything, you know, in the culture, you know, thought of my love for it and decided to send me down something. And it was just a really cool uh, memento that I've kept with me. And that's a memory that sticks with me for sure to this day. That's really cool, man. You know, a lot of people get into it through Bob Marley, especially, you know, people my age, it was like, that was a good place to start. You know, some of the younger cats will tell you that like Sublime was kind of their gateway um, mm, to, to reggae. But for me, it was certainly growing up in South Florida. I mean, the vibes were yeah. all around and Bob Marley was a, you know, definitely the first one I locked onto and it just took off from there. Um, so you founded Dab Day Productions about 10 years ago, you were saying, um, what, yeah, man. Yep, give yep. me, give me the backstory of that. What, what made you start that and tell us all about what Dab Day Productions is. For sure, man. Thank you for asking, dude. Um, and so I went to college up here in Jacksonville and, um, I came to college to play football and after you were playing football, I just felt like this big gap in my life. I didn't want to play anymore. Um, but I still wanted to do something and I was, a, a heavy cannabis consumer. I still am a, 
advocate for it in, in all walks of life um, and full proponent of, of regulation, legalization. Um, I know that first word can be a little sticky for sure, but um, but yeah, man. So uh, so stop playing football. And I was just kind of in my dorm room with this gap in my life of what to do. And um, I read an article in high t- on high times when I was trying to learn a, a lot about cannabis. And uh, it was basically celebrating 710. And this was probably in maybe February. It was just, you know, mentioning the idea of what 710 was at that time. And uh, this is 2014. So dabs, you know, while they were around and some technology was there, was not really prevalent. Not a lot of dab consumers. Um, if they were, they were using a butane torch and, and things like that, you know, which people have kind of moved on from at this point. Um but yeah, man, just uh, felt the need to, to do something and get people together and essentially threw a party and threw a party in Miami and invited, um, you know, all different walks of cannabis, the cannabis realms to participate in that first party. It was known as 710 Dab Day. Um, 710 Upside Down is, is oil. That's where the, the holiday for concentrates come in, come into for 710 um, as opposed to 420. But um, yeah, man, we had, a, we had a great turnout that day, probably... 250 people maybe and uh 10 vendors or something of that nature we had glass blowing shout out to willie ramos uh glass blowing he was there the first time and we had some cbd companies um of course we had normal there to uh to regulate you know to uh throw out the petitions and get signatures um and yeah man it was just the start of something in its infancy stages that would grow to you know essentially be a movement in florida um, and it was a success and we did, um, another event later that year, uh, it was called ballot bash. And that was all about, you know, gaining momentum and, you know, getting people's attention with the idea of everybody voting yes on amendment two that year, um, which it ultimately failed that year. Um, but then two years later we did that event again and, you know, throughout Florida, people were petitioning more and more and amendment two finally passed for, uh, medical marijuana here in Florida. But yeah, that was kind of. That's kind of the general just gist of how we started, just an idea in a dorm room, um, influenced by herb smoke for sure. And uh and yeah, man, people really people really loved it in Miami the first couple of years. It was a really it was a new thing. It was um more or less an underground movement, which there is a little bit of, of that uh that vibe to it still to this day. Um I would say it's definitely a gray area, which um we thrive on and we like because then we have the opportunity to you know, you see rules, decide how we want to interpret some rules, um, bend rules. And I think people like that and movements and cultures like that kind of just further civilization, man, you know, progress. That's what it's all about for us. And normalizing cannabis is uh, is really what we're all about at, at Dab Day Productions, man. But yeah, that was more or less the start of it. Yeah, man, 100% like what you said about progress. That is how human progress is made throughout all of history and will still continue to be made in the future is people pushing those boundaries and not pushing bad bad, bad boundaries that we shouldn't cross. But this is a popular movement. This is all across the country, all across the world. This has been a growing popular movement for a long time. And you can't refute the benefits of this. Um, so I, I always appreciate people like you doing what you're doing. You know, I mentioned before I was gone from Florida for like 15 years. And, um, while I was gone, Florida underwent a lot of changes and I'm very happy about Florida was not a live music hotbed for original bands mm-hmm. when I left. And there was no reggae scene here at all. I used to go down to the, the Bob Marley fest at a uh, Bayfront 
Oh, dude, year. me too. Used to go down there every oh, year, yeah. man. But it was like, aside from that, there was like no local reggae scene or anything like that. I come back to Florida and it's really, it's really burning here and it's a really good thing. So I've had the opportunity now to uh, attend and in fact perform at two dab days already uh, as as part. I don't know, you know, some of the listeners, all the listeners on on, uh, on Talking Reggae podcast know my band, Street Level Uprising. They may or may not know that I've also been doing the sideman thing, helping out my friends in Indigo Eye. So I've been yeah. fortunate enough to play with Indigo Eye at, at including just uh, well a little over a week ago was the was the, yeah. the dab day up in Jacksonville. Man, it's a really cool it's a really cool event. So how would you say that it's what growth have you seen over the, those past 10 days since you start, first started throwing the Dab Day Fests? Um, yeah, man. So, I mean, the growth over the last decade has been, you know, almost kind of immeasurable for us, honestly. And it's kind of came and gone and touched so many people's lives. And we've seen people come into the scene. We've seen people leave the scene. We've seen people grow inside of the scene. But really, I just feel like it's a uh, it's like a pillar in the community. It's a place where people can gather, people can network, people can meet people, they can have fun, forget about the real world. Um, but yeah, when we first started, it wasn't a business also. And that's definitely important important to know, man, because as much as we love, you know, the movement and everything like that, it, it, it absolutely is a business. And I feel like if we carry ourselves like that, we're going to provide a better product. So the, the goal with, you know, having that in mind is just to provide the best experience possible for our patrons, attendees, sponsors, vendors. Um, and yeah, I mean, just the support has, uh, has grown and whether or not, you know, listeners and everybody agrees with our medical program in Florida, whether it's right or wrong, however you, you know, you see it, it's here. And, um, the support of the MMTCs has been important, um, sponsoring the events and, and making it happen. Um, our mom and pop businesses that support the event and spend money out of their own pocket to be there is, super important um all the artists that come through glass blowing live muralists musicians like yourself um they travel hundreds of miles bust their butts sweat you know i don't have to tell you man i know i know you know but um it's it's much appreciated and it's like what makes the event whole itself and we ourselves as the producers carry that same mentality man where we do everything in-house still at, at dab day florida groves is a bit different it's kind of a bigger beast at this point but you know, it's still a small group of guys doing everything and we, we bust our butt. We drive overnight. We, you know, we're, we're doing all the stuff that makes the event happen. And um, yeah, just to see the growth of our team, to see the growth of everybody surrounding the event, sponsors, vendors, it's been really awesome and it's, and it's satisfying. And, uh, you know, I'll be honest with you, man, it was our 10 year anniversary this year. And there was a piece of me that kind of felt like maybe we hit a small ceiling with, uh, with our, you know, our niche, our niche, uh, event that we throw being dab day. And, um, knowing that recreational marijuana is on, you know, the horizon, most likely we'll see it next, next, uh, fall get passed in 2024. That kind of provided us with a spark to really make sure, Hey, we're here for the long haul. Um, we're not going anywhere. So we're riding this medical wave, but you know, as long as everybody knows Rex coming and when it comes, we, we plan on making some, some major uh, splashes in the cannabis scene as, as we have for the last 10 years. Well, Dad Day is really impressive, man. I love the, the, the sheer number and variety of vendors that are there is something that's really yeah. cool. And it's definitely, you know, obviously I've been to a lot of festivals in my life and it's, 
it's a really cool it's a professional yet relaxed atmosphere which is not something that you always get from festivals um and you had some you had some great artists there i mean along with indigo eye you had cashed out you had cloud nine vibes uh so there's great entertainment and 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 really just a lot for people to want to come to you know just 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 a lot going on that makes people come out so You've been doing uh, uh, Florida Grows Fest now for a few years. You got the third one coming up. So you're doing yeah. Dab Day for six, seven years, and then you decide to do Florida Grows. How did that come about? Yeah, man, that's that's a great point because it, it's like a turning turning in my personal life. It feels like a, a turning point. I know it is with uh, with a lot of people in our organization too. But basically, is um, 2019 we did an event in Miami called the 420 Celebration. Um, that was more or less the first large scale event we you know as a kid still being in college at the time i just wanted to uh see if we could if we could grow if it was a scalable thing you know and um so we did this event 420 celebration and uh we had some we had some cool acts at that one as well uh josh heinrichs was there with skillinger skillinger um article sound system at their very beginning was was there as well that was before they kind of you know have gone on to do bigger and better things but we we did a successful event, man. We scaled. We had a few thousand people compared to a thousand people, and we had you know fifty, sixty vendors versus ten or twenty five vendors. So we we just did what we wanted to do, and we saw that this is a real opportunity, right? Um, that's two thousand nineteen. We decided, hey, let's go, let's go all in. Let's let's plan a festival. So you know, brainstorm came up with this concept called Lift Off. That was supposed to be in Miami in uh april of 2020 Mm. um which i don't even sure i don't have to say much after that everybody knows that was that was really fun to put together man um we booked some some cool acts for that one we had julian marley on the roster for that one we had freddie gibbs on the roster for that one uh famous hip-hop artist and a whole bunch of other people and yeah man we we bit off more than we could chew right which we're always trying to do we think that's how you grow you know that's how people you got it. You got to be in an uncomfortable place to be able to grow. That's what growth is in plants and humans and everything, man. Um, so we got ourselves in that uncomfortable spot and COVID came and sh- shut that thing completely down. It hurt us for sure. Um, obviously emotionally or whatever, but it hurt us financially and made it kind of tough to continue to do events. But um, COVID came. We were very blessed to, to make it through the pandemic. Um and we did a couple of smaller events throughout the pandemic, did some driving events that were really cool. Just a way to keep the brand alive, man, to be honest with you. We lost money on all of them. Um, but yeah, people still showed out. They they still wanted a place to gather. So we see that the the pandemic is more or less, you know, fading behind us. We know we still want to do a festival. Um, I approach my my partner in Florida Groves, uh, Patrick, who's been helping me with with Dab Day as well for for um at least five years now i probably even more um and uh you know we brainstormed we got together and and came up with florida groves festival and uh we launched in what would it be i guess 2021 um so that was like kind of more or less a testing year that was a one-day festival we had julian marley roots of creation cashed out some other guys um and it went well it was fun um we didn't get exactly the turnout we wanted we you know no matter what turnout we get we're probably never going to be satisfied. We always, you know, we want more and more, of course, um, as any band or, or anybody wants, you always want to see more people in the audience, but, um, it was fun, man. It gave us like, I feel like we proved the concept year one, right? Year two was, 
expanding. So again, got ourselves in an uncomfortable spot with bookings and and uh, as many vendors as we were bringing, as well as the two day theme. We've never never had done two two days up to that point. Um, and yeah, so 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 this year came twenty twenty three. It was uh it was a lot of fun. So actually, yeah, year one was twenty twenty two. My bad. Um, but yeah, man, we had a killer lineup last year. Uh, a lot of fun, a ton of vendors, bunch of sponsors, um, and a lot of things we could get better at, no doubt. But a couple of the artists we have, my favorite, Thievery Corporation, um, Protege, Collie Buds, Fortunate Youth, Inner Circle, Bumpin' Uglies, Ballyhoo, Article Sound System, Cashed Out, Schwazy, a bunch of others. Um, a lot of Florida bands as well. Um, and yeah, man, it, it, w- it went well, but again, you know, attendance could always be better, right? Um, and yeah, that was a reggae centric theme or reggae centric lineup, I would say. And we've always had the ambitions of growing the festival to be electronic rock, um, really general, like genre, you know, diversified always. And I think that's a theme that is overtaking music festivals as a whole. We see it as the future more or less, um, which I don't want to get sidetracked, but cannabis and music are kind of very similar in that regard like all walks of life all kind of people no matter what color you are no matter what you believe in music and cannabis can unite people and we truly believe that um yeah man then going into our third year this year we've uh, definitely diversified the uh, genre the genres a bit we are also taking a step back from um, the cannabis cultural aspect um that it, it's still going to be a part of the event. It's still a pillar of the event. It's just not going to be, you know, right in your face for everybody to see. And there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one, we got ourselves in, in issues with advertising and sponsors and, and stuff like that. But we also want it to be family friendly. We believe that this experience, you know, can be enjoyed by people under 16. Um, so we just want to make sure that we do that responsibly. Um, but yeah, it's still going to be a, a pillar at the event. We're going to have a whole cannabis convention. Um, yeah, but That's we're really, really cool, excited man. for you. I love the, I love the entrepreneurial spirit that you have. I, I love hearing, you know, that you're never satisfied because that's, that's when good things happen. No matter what I'm doing, who I'm dealing with, whether I'm listening to music or anything like that, uh, I want, I want people who are striving for greatness. Um, I'm not interested in people who just want to be okay or who just want to be pretty good. You know what I mean? So whether yeah, I'm listening man. to music, you know, hearing new bands or whatever, like that's what I want to see. And that's what I want to see from festivals too, because as humans, it does get easy to get complacent. It does get easy to rest on our laurels sometimes, you know, so to, to keep, to keep pushing it and to hear you saying, yeah. well, you know, it's less of a reggae centric theme. We're going to spread it out. It's like, yeah, there's very few people only like one kind of music. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many of us who like, yeah. like, yeah, reggae is my main thing, but yeah. man, I love funk. I love hip hop. There's a lot of things that I love. So to, and it crosses borders, it crosses boundaries when you do things like that. So yeah, man. Yeah. So exactly. do you want to lay it on us, man? Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to unleash the, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Sorry, <laughs> I don't okay, know man. If, if I can curse, but uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So we're really, <laughs> We're really excited for this year. Um, before I drop this lineup, um, I also want to just drop a couple of big updates we're, we're implementing for year three. Um, I think the biggest one is going to be our second stage location. Uh, you probably remember last year's second stage out in the middle of the sun, no shade. Um, you know, the, the majority of the festival is, is unshaded besides some of the indoor areas. 
Um, but this year we are moving our second stage to a shaded pavilion. So we'll provide relief for anybody that's been out in the sun, anybody that's tired, anybody that wants to kick it in the shade. The second stage will be entirely shaded. Um, and we will be bringing, you know, heavier acts into that second stage this year. So really creating the dual stage, um, presence at the festival is one big upgrade we're, we're implementing. Um, Aside from that, we're actually providing more shaded structures. So we're going to be building out like awnings and things like that for people to chill by. Um, we planted trees at the venue. We didn't plant them, but uh, the venue did. So I'm really excited for foliage to to be there. Because if you remember, it's right on the lake. It's a beautiful setting. Just feel like the only thing they're missing is like some 200-year-old oak trees or something. So we, we got some brand new oak trees uh, going up. But um, yeah, man. So... So our lineup right now, what we're looking like, our headliners um, are Michael Franti and Spearhead. We're very excited for for them. They just came through Florida um, and did some great numbers. And we just feel that the presence that they put out, the vibe they put out is really what we want to see. That's a demo, demographic that is, you know, all colors, all shapes, all everything. Um, and then our second headliner is Milky Chance, which is indie rock alternative however you want to you know classify it um even pop but they have strong reggae influences they're from germany um they've played many many reggae shows and they just bring a really really good vibe so we're really excited about those two um moving down from there our next line we have atmosphere tribal seeds and two feet um super excited for tribal seeds they haven't been back I think the last time they were in Florida, could definitely be wrong, was Reggae Rise Up two years ago. And then before that, I don't know the last time they they dropped a tour. Um, atmosphere, that's that's another example of us switching up the genre a little bit, you know, opening it up. Um, and same with Two Feet, man. Two Feet is, uh, is more electronic-based, but they still provide a really good uh, live experience. Moving down from there, we have special guests, The Elevators. They will be headlining um, our second stage on Sunday. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, they've been kind of blowing up here uh, yeah. in, in the reggae scene, I'm sure, as you know. Um, they've sold out their their four shows in December in Florida, um, Stewart, St. Pete, and Daytona. Um, and then moving down from there, switching it up on genres for sure, Boogie Trio and Manic Focus, live band from Manic Focus. Boogie T is a very fit, famous um, EDM DJ, I'll call it. But he uh, he also does a, a band, and that's his trio. They're three, obviously they're a three piece band. But man, they they rock the house, and they bring um, this very cool mixture of reggae, electronic, funk kind of vibe. Very very fun. Um, and yeah, you know Boogie T himself should still bring us that festival crowd and an electronic crowd as well. Manic Focus live band set will be awesome. Uh, moving down from there, Pacifier, Shwayze, Tropidelic are three that we're super excited about. Um, we've we've had Shwayze last year. He was just, man, he was just awesome. Like his set obviously was awesome, but him as a person was just, I was super impressed. So we just wanted to bring him back just to honestly show love and, and yeah, man, bring some of the fun, loving pop, hip hop uh, vibes. Pacifier is a new one for us. We've, We've never had Pacifier. Very excited about them. Um, and then moving from there, this this next uh, section more or less are 
um, alphabetical order, but we have 53 Thieves, Cass Haley, Cloud, Cloud Nine Vibes, Mellow Mood, Of Good Nature, Savants of Soul, Serenation, Sierra Lane, The Irie, and The Suburbs. And a couple of key artists I definitely want to just take a second to shout out on that lineup, um, 53 Thieves. They're probably a band or a group that anyone who sees this flyer will not know. And I really like that. I think it's cool that we're, we're bringing them. It'll be their first festival appearance ever. Um, and they're, they're like, the best way I can describe them is they're a group that you would probably hear like in a super dope coffee house, like in Brooklyn in the background. They're like beats, vibe. I, I don't even know how to describe it, but check them out on YouTube. They've amassed millions and millions of views. So they're like kind of internet famous, but they've never had the chance to get together because two of their members um, are over in Europe. So they haven't been able to get their, I guess their visas in order and everything, but they're coming to the States and this will be their first festival. Very excited about that. Another one, kind of a similar situation, Mellow Mood. I'm sure you're, you're familiar with uh, Mellow Mood, two twin brothers out of Italy. They um, also haven't performed in the States in years. This will be their first return back. Um, very excited about them coming there. They're just, they're amazing, honestly. Um, and then besides that, man, Savants of Soul is something different. They are, um, they're like jazz, funk, soul music, just something really fun. They, they, uh, they all dress up in black tuxedos on stage. So I think that'll be cool. Um, and then, yeah, man, aside from this, um, this is our main lineup announcement, but aside from this, there's a chance we're adding a third stage very small, but a third stage. Um, and then also aside from that, we're going to be announcing a pre-party on April 12th, um, April 12th, the Friday night before the festival. Um, that'll be happening in Orlando. The, that'll be a whole separate lineup. Tickets will be separate, but I look forward to announcing nice, that. As well. a, I, I love the variety in that lineup. You're really, you're really hitting on a bunch of different things and there's some absolutely fantastic artists in there. So, you know, it's a really, really strong lineup, man. Really cool. Thank you. Man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Very excited for them. Yeah. I mean, if I had a, I don't know if, if you remember all the artists, it's easy for me to say I'm looking at them, but who would be your, your favorite? Uh, You'd be looking forward some, to in that lineup. Michael Franti for sure. You know, as a, as a, as a, big proponent of conscious music he's one of my favorites you know i'm you know regular listeners of talking reggae know this um i respect all artists i'm here to support all artists but conscious artists and spiritual artists get a little bit of extra support from me it's just that's just it's my show and that's my personal taste so that's, cool. that, so that's what i go with i support conscious oh, yeah, and yeah. i've been a michael franti fan for a long time um, I love his vibe. I love his lyrics. I love that he is fearless with his lyrics. Um, and he's, he's not, he's, he's just not afraid to, 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 to speak what he wants to speak. So I've always been a big fan of his. He's definitely of, of everybody in your lineup. And I respect and, and love a lot of artists in your lineup, but he would probably be the top for me. So. Oh man. I, I love to hear that dude. Speaking of conscious, man, I, I love atmosphere. They're, they're amazing. Um, slugs slugs performance and slugs lyrics are awesome i feel like they're just a group that like everybody can kind of relate to you know they have songs about you know everything from losing a parent to you know being hung over the next day and <laughs> no man but uh yeah man super excited for atmosphere um really excited for tribal seeds that's one that like i personally just cannot wait man I, i've been a big fan of them um 
for many, many years now. And uh, yeah, very, very excited for them. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good show, nice. man. Good weekend for sure. Well, cool, man. Then yeah. um, uh, give give us all the, the fine details. Tell us where people can go to get tickets to, to Florida Groves and all the information that they would need about the festival. Hell yeah, man. So um, please, first off, please hit us up on social media, on Instagram, Florida Groves Fest, on Facebook, Florida Groves. Um, and then aside from that, all of your details will be located on our website, floridagroves.com. Um, tickets go on sale November 16th at 10 a.m. On November 14th is when we drop this lineup. I assume, you know, that'll probably be after this anyways. You'll be hearing this. But um, yeah, please support and, and hit the social media pages. Um, from 11.14 to 11.16, we will be doing a giveaway um, on our main lineup announcement post on Instagram. So if everybody goes, follows us on Instagram, Florida Groves Fest, um, look out for that lineup drop on Tuesday the 14th. You'll, uh, you'll see, um, you'll see the, the giveaway and you can enter that all the way until the 16th. So definitely enter in that and you'll have a chance to win some weekend VIP passes. Um, but yeah, man, aside from that, just keep an eye on floridagroves.com. We'll be updating everything on there. Yeah, man. Yeah. So Cody of, of Florida Groves Fest and Cody of Dab Day Productions, pay attention to this cat, man, because he's deeply involved in this music and he's only going to keep bringing better and better festivals as he goes on. So Cody, thanks for being on talking reggae, man. And, and let's, uh, let's check back in before the fest and, and, uh, and, and, and bring people some, some more information at that time. Cool. Dude, let's do that, man. I, we got so much other stuff going on in the fest from tattoos, skateboarding, cannabis culture, glass blowing, live murals, food and drink. There's so many things we could talk about. So I look forward to that, man. Yeah, right on, man. Thanks for being on Talking Reggae. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, Jay. I appreciate you, man. Anytime, man. One love. All right. Cool, bro. Only